0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1612. Will keeping a gratitude journal make you happier? By Claire of wantless.co.uk, and I'm Justin Malek. Happy Sunday, old friend, OLD friend. Welcome back to one of the only podcasts in the world where blogs are narrated to you for free with permission from the authors. If you like this show, we have a few others worth checking out covering different topics. Just search for Optimal Living Daily to find those. But I'll keep this intro short, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Will keeping a gratitude journal make you happier? By Claire of wantless.co.uk. Did you keep a really embarrassing teenage diary? God knows I did. My old diaries are some of the items I cleared out as I downsized my stuff from childhood, and boy, they were a painful read. You know that Marie Kondo decluttering technique where she advises you to take hold of possession and see if it sparks joy? Well, I now have another reaction to look out for, whether it sparks a lower abdominal clench of utter, utter cringe. Luckily, my diary-keeping days are long behind me now. But I've recently been experimenting with a different type of daily log as I look into the science of boosting happiness. One happiness tip I just kept reading about was an activity called gratitude journaling. It gets mentioned so often, in fact, that you've probably already heard of it before, if not tried it. The idea is simple. At its heart, it's a way of systematically getting yourself into the habit of counting your blessings. This is usually done through jotting down a few things you're grateful for before you go to bed. But does it work? Is it worth the effort? And can you reread the journal without wanting to throw up? Let's find out. First, the science bit there seems to be a lot of compelling evidence that practicing gratitude really does boost your happiness levels. Robert A. Emmons is the world's leading researcher on gratitude. A study he co-authored in 2003 found that participants who kept gratitude journals once a week, exercised more regularly, reported fewer physical health problems, felt better about their lives, were more likely to have made progress towards goals, and were more optimistic about the upcoming week compared to those who recorded either hassles or neutral life events. Other studies have found a variety of other benefits from focus in young adults to better sleep quality. On the other hand, there's also scientific and anecdotal evidence that the technique just does nothing for a whole heap of people. For them, the whole thing is a massive waste of time. One theory goes that if you set yourself a target for experiencing gratitude, then fail to reach that goal, it can end up doing more harm than good and make you feel worse. This would seem to be backed up by a study which found that people who kept a gratitude journal three times a week we're less happy than those who wrote in it just once a week. In general, researchers seem to disagree about whether it is more effective to write in a gratitude journal once a day or once a week. And the Berkeley Science Review lists five ways keeping a gratitude journal can backfire. This includes causing you to gloss over negative aspects of your life that you should be facing up to, such as a destructive relationship. I've been giving the technique a try for the past month, Every evening before bed, I've taken out a notebook and written down three things I'm grateful for from the day. These have been wide and varied. The life-changing, my new niece was born today. The every day, my wife ran me a nice bath. I got lunch free on points. The wholesome, seeing a rainbow, planting bulbs in the garden. The less wholesome, chips. The ditzy, left my car unlocked accidentally, but nothing bad happened. And the left field, 60 years of popular music and ticker tape. I have to say, I feel better for it. I'm finding it a nice way to round off the day, and it's also changing the way I think about things. I tend to be a negative thinker, but I'm now more likely to look back on the day and think it was a good one. So will keeping gratitude journal work for you? My untested theory is that this all depends on what kind of outlook you have. Practicing gratitude could well make you more content if you're the kind of person who needs a reminder about the good things in your life. If you tend to take life for granted and you focus too often on criticism, negativity, or hardship, this may be for you. But if you're already the kind of person who looks on the bright side, someone who sees beauty in the small things and joy in the everyday, this may not be worth your while. If you think keeping a gratitude journal could work for you, try one of the following two techniques. One, each day before bed, write down three things you're grateful for from that day. Or two, each week on a set day, Write down 10 things you've been grateful for in the past seven days. Keep it up for a month and decide then whether it's having any positive effects on your well-being. You just listened to the post titled, Will Keeping a Gratitude Journal Make You Happier? by Claire of wantless.co.uk. And I'll have some comments, but first, I probably wouldn't believe you if you told me there is a better and healthier version of chocolate out there not until I came across Cacao Bliss. The benefits of cacao are endless, it helps reduce inflammation, boost your energy, and tastes exactly like chocolate. And the best part, Cacao Bliss consists of a blend of power-packed ancient superfoods like turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon, and black pepper. I've been drinking it like hot cocoa, sprinkling it in my oatmeal, and making brownies out of it, And thanks to Cacao Bliss, I don't feel guilty eating it at any time of the day. Nothing feels better than knowing you can fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, and guilt-free chocolate. So try it out. Cacao Bliss is offering up to 46% off plus a free electric frother when you use code OLD at earthechofoods.com slash optimal-living-daily. That's code OLD at earthechofoods.com slash optimal-living-daily. And I have that linked in this episode's description in your podcast app. And thank you to Claire. I've actually done the gratitude journal thing for quite a long time, actually, like 250 days straight. Just like her, I would list three things I was grateful for. I do remember it changing my perspective a bit, especially in the beginning. But in my opinion, it can get repetitive, kind of routine, which I feel like defeats the purpose. If it doesn't come from a really genuine place or looked at from a more fresh perspective with beginner's mind, it can feel automatic and a bit of a waste. So I did fall into that routine a little bit. Personally don't recommend doing a year straight of listing exactly three things you're grateful for, like a practice like that. More reason why I'm working on an optimal living daily workbook that has different prompts every day, or every week if you wanna take your time with it, or every once in a while, every month, whatever pace you like, because that way you use it when it feels right for you and doesn't feel like you're forcing yourself to do something that won't give you value. A special journal prompt in a workbook to me that changes every day is more valuable and opens it up to more breakthroughs and takeaways compared to something more repetitive. That's from my experience, at least. In either case, I do recommend trying different techniques out and see what works for you. But that should do it for today. Thank you for being here and listening every day, including the weekends. And I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.